welcome to the Working On It Show. Hey. Hello. And then Spencer's on my north. Howdy doody. So today is Mother's Day when we're recording. So we wanted to do something poignant and talk about our mothers. I love my mom. Yes, we all love moms. <laughs> Some more than others. Is this supposed to be sad? I didn't know it was supposed to be sad. No, that was, uh, I don't know. I had the Mother Lovers song stuck in my head from Lonely Island. That's, that's <laughs> what I was getting at. Can you sing that for us? I don't remember it. Um, More so, I just remember the, like, I remember the visuals of the video, but I don't remember the... I think we'll it's, I'm a mother, mother lover, lovers. you're a mother lover, we all love each other's mothers. That's the song. Yeah. We can fuck each other's moms. <laughs> Fucking each other's moms. Yep. Yep. All right. So we're just going to tell, what was the type of story, Alexis? Well, I, I was talking to Tyler about what kind of story he was going to tell, since we're all going to tell a story about our moms. And he picked like a really sentimental one. And she was like, that's shit, don't use it. I didn't say wow. that was shit. That's I just said, I said, oh, that's very opposite Looks of the like story. We have I'm a mom about hater my mom. over here. Oh, I'm not a mom hater. I just, I, it was very opposite of the story I will be telling about my mother. Okay, so Spencer, do you want to go first? Uh, I thought we discussed that I was going to go last, but I'll, okay, I'll go. I'll go. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> No, Alexis can go first. Okay. Oh, I have to go first? Okay, yep. I'll go first. So, um, I'm going to tell two shorter stories because I told both of these to Alexis. So, the first story is I thought Alexis was asking for, like, the nicest thing that our mom's done for us. And when I was a kid, I was super into NASCAR. So, I also have an obsession with QVC, and I have several business ideas for QVC to run past. So, if y'all are listening, hit me up, QVC. Um, so <laughs> we were watching it as a kid, and then, like, this NASCAR thing came through, and it was, like, six, like, die-cast cars of, like, Dale Earnhardt Jr.'s, like, over the season, and it was just, like, super intricate cars. And then, like, I just, like, asked my I don't remember if I asked my mom for it or if I just, like, talked about it, and then she, like, ordered it. I don't know how because, like, normally you have to, like, call QVC and, like, she didn't leave the room. So, like, I, I don't know. So, it showed up there for my birthday. And that was, like, the nicest thing that she's ever done. I mean, I'm sure she's done nicer things. But that was just, like, a that very long gift. Yes. So, then the other story that I think will tie in closer to what Alexis is going to tell is, so, I have several friends that and coworkers that went down to Key West for like a party weekend, like before Memorial day. And so they all went down there, but my mom also chose that weekend to go see my brother. And my brother knew like some of my coworkers. So like he and my mom ended up at the same bar. And I was told by one of my friends that, they're like trying to leave this bar with my mom, but all of these frat brothers are chanting my name, my mom's name, which is Bonnie. So they're just like, Bonnie, Bonnie, to get her to do more shots or drinks with them. Cause she, I guess she was the life of the party down in Key West. 
Huh. Our parents were much cooler before they had us, huh? No, this was like six years ago. Oh. <laughs> okay, that was way too long of an awkward pause. Sorry. Way to go, guys. I, I think Spencer's processing. I didn't, I didn't catch. I, I didn't, okay, I'm going to be honest. I was, I was very deep in the tank figuring out what story I was going to talk about my mom. And so I honestly only caught half that because I was like, which story am I going to tell? But I've got my story now, so I'll pay attention. <laughs> well, do you want to tell your story then? Sure. Since you're ready. I'm raring to go, baby. I'm in high gear. Toot toot. Okay. So, my mother uh, inherited a small fishing boat just because she inherited it. And it sat, and my mom, you know, it's a tiny boat. And my mom's got not that good a balance. And she didn't have a car to tow the boat with. So it kind of just sat on our sat in our yard forever with uh, nobody used it or anything. It just sat there and kind of rotted. And then one day, you know, I, I was this was after I, I flunked out of college and didn't really have anything going on at all. I was pretty, pretty mega loser status. And um, and my mom recognized that I just needed something to. Uh, to. I just needed some sort of motivator or whatever. So she uh, gave me the boat. And uh, so she signed the title over to me and said, you can have it. Just do something with it. And so I did. I fixed it up and I uh, boated and I went and boated like crazy. And I spent pretty much, I probably spent that summer. I mean, gosh, Parker and I just kind of didn't do anything but fuck with that boat for an entire summer. Like at least four days a week, we were doing something with it. It was a lot of fun. That's probably those are probably the fondest memories I have was with that vessel, and my mom gave me that. So, oh, that's really nice. Yeah. Yeah, but that's now very it's, sweet. Now it's sitting in my dad's barn collecting dust, making me sour. <laughs> you should try to bring it up to Illinois. I already have a. It's really a tiny boat, man. <laughs> It's not worth. Then why don't it's you not give worth... it to like your brother, or your sister? Well, Alex, or, like, Alex lives in Michigan now. Mason doesn't like boating. I mean, oh, I've thought about all that stuff. Honestly, right before Parker's thing happened, I was going to sell it to Parker. Wow. But yeah, that was pretty awkward. And now, now I've got too much sentimental value tied up in it, mostly, yeah. mostly through Parker. So I don't think I'm ever going to sell it. I think I'm just going to hang on to it. I mean, it's it's in storage. It's not like it's rotting. Like it's undercover. So. Yeah, yeah. You can give it to your son when you're, you know. Yeah. Having babies. That's never gonna happen. But. Do you think that there's a larger portion of our population, or like our age group, that's just like, yeah, I'm not having kids? Without a doubt, absolutely. And like, there's empirical evidence that supports that. Huh. Do they know why? Um. I think a lot of it is. I mean, okay, for me in particular, I I look at the I looked at the trend of divorce rate. Um, this sounds pretty gloom and doom and bleaky weaky or whatever. But like, if you look, at great the, thing to talk about on Mother's Day is, is holy divorce. All right, this is inappropriate. <laughs> We're not going to talk about this anymore. <laughs> I totally forgot it was Mother's Day. I went total rant mode. We just <laughs> talked about our mothers. What do you mean you forgot? I went rant mode. Sorry. <laughs> 
I saw red. That is how quickly I can like push you off of like to tell the sweetest story about your mom to four questions later I have you ranting about divorce rates and like forgetting it's Mother's Day. Oh my god. <laughs> You're a nasty interviewer, dude. You don't play I'm nice. I'm a nasty interviewer? Yeah. I'm genuinely curious though. <laughs> By nasty, I don't mean, like, bad. I just mean, like, you got me all... Am I a part of the fake news media? Yeah, you just got me all fired up. Well, I gotta have you paying attention if you don't want to listen to my story. Gotta let you know I'm locked in on yours. Well, I appreciate that, man. Because Lord knows I need the help. Okay. You want to know what my brother said about you yesterday? Uh, He said that you were a very smart person. And that you're one of the nicest people he knows. That's... He did say that. He's. I mean, I appreciate your brother's thoughtfulness and kind words, but it's just and not. And didn't I say this word for word back to him that this is what Spencer would say? It's not yeah. true. I'm a crank. I'm mean. I'm mean-spirited. And I'm not very smart. That's my, that's my hot take. We're starting a new segment, you... Spencer's Hot Takes. I'm not smart. The end. Well, I don't like you this do... segment. You do realize, okay, just to like reopen Spencer's segment for a moment, you are fixing plane engines, and that's not something that's easy. You should see some of the goobers in my class, dude. (laughs) (laughs) But you're not one of them. Yeah. So exactly. So if I'm the king of the stupids, is that like an impressive feat? I don't think so. Why? What? Why does it have like? You don't have to say that you're like king of. Yeah, we're not. I know who ranks what smart people are. Like it's all relative. Yeah, it is all relative. That's what that that's what I'm saying, man. It's just because I'm just because I might be smarter than someone else doesn't mean that I'm smart. Like smart people put stuff into space and shit, you know, and explore the ocean floor. Those guys are smart. No, I think that those people just know how to do math. Yeah, I suck at math. That's my big, uh, what's the word? That's my big uh, shortcoming. No, insecurity is how bad I am at math. Your biggest insecurity is how bad you are at math? Dude, you have a great life if that's, that's it. That's not true. I ha- like, okay, no, math my... is like 400 like... on my list. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, as far as, like, intelligence goes, like, like I... It's your Achilles heel. It's my It's my academic Achilles heel. How's that? Yeah. See, but like, just because you like struggle at one subject, that that like tangibly means that your brain is going to be smarter elsewhere. And to be fair, math is not really super necessary. Like anything that I've ever needed. Oh, it's super necessary. You just pissed off a lot of engineers. (laughs) Well, listen. Okay, maybe for an engineer, I'm not saying math is like irrelevant to everyone. There's obviously people that need to get it right, but. I'm just saying that I've never encountered a math problem that I haven't been able to, like a real life math problem that I use in my job or like for everyday life that I haven't been able to figure out with Excel. Well, I suppose that's like true. you're smarter than us. I suck at Excel too. <laughs> yeah. Not that math is like pointless. It, it, it's needed, but like there's lots of shortcuts to like figure math out, you know? Yeah. And all my math teachers yeah. ever did in high school is tell me not to take the shortcut. Right. And that only but made me want to take the shortcut more. 
And the shortcut is readily available in real life. I think the Dukes of Hazard <laughs> would completely agree. The more that Roscoe P. Coltrane would tell them not to take shortcuts, the more that they needed to. Mm-hmm. I never watched the Dukes of Hazard except for like the about, remix. Are you talking about the TV show or the one with Johnny Knoxville? Yeah. The TV show, not the okay. trash movie with Jessica Simpson. Yeah, that's the only one I saw. I'm going to yeah. be honest. When I was like 12 or 13, I watched that movie and it might as well have been the best movie ever created. No. I really liked that movie when I was like 12. I mean, Johnny Knoxville's funny and Jessica Simpson was hot, so. That was pretty yeah, much Yeah, but it. there's more to really... that whole four seasons than funny and hot. Well, but that was what was, you know, the thing. When, when I'm, we when were you're in the 13, early 2000s. man, when you're 13, you kind of don't got a whole lot of higher level cognitive <laughs> function Speak for going yourself, on. my guy. I was thinking <laughs> about corporate fat cats and boss hog. <laughs> wow. I mean, what do you mean? That dude was corrupt as hell, and he was in with the police. Again. Yeah, dude. Honestly, that's just a critique of our authoritarian police state, but. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Duke say Azers was asking the real questions, dude. Are we allowed to have this Confederate flag on our vehicle? Oh God. Yeah, that's honestly that's not PC. Okay, it's kind of amazing how quickly Confederate flag went from something that people just tolerated, like and been like, oh wow, that guy's a moron or whatever, to like full blown like this is completely socially unacceptable. I mean, dude, that just would, sort of happened overnight. Like hanging nazi flags in fewer and from germany it's like dude like this is an insurrection like this is an act of treason Mm -hmm. and it's normalized i mean there's also just like crazy things happening in the world right now like that guy that just got gunned down while he was jogging like yeah that's that's... bogus like crazy what do you mean bogus i mean like that shit should not happen i totally like it's I totally unacceptable. Like, not that's real. Fake. And I was like, no, I, no, 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 no. That's it. not what okay. I meant at all. I meant like, how the fuck is this like a thing? Even yeah. But that's like, why I so think people I despise on... the Confederate flag. They associate that kind of stuff with it. Because guaranteed that man had a Confederate flag. I haven't fact checked this, but I saw it on Twitter that one of those guys was like a former police officer that like worked like with the DA's office. Mm-hmm. So and the like, DA, uh, her name was Jackie Johnson. For some reason, I know the DA's name. Um, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I I saw this thing was like this is the DA who didn't prosecute this case. Her name's Jackie Johnson. May she live in infamy. And I'm like, okay, I know her name now. Yeah. yeah. Messed up stuff. Yeah, it's it's totally but It's just so cut and dry. It's like, oh, so for for to. So, like, they were, like, to make a citizen's arrest, you have to, like, witness the event. You can't be like, oh, that guy looks suspicious, I'm going to detain him, which is kind of, like, what they were going for. And it's like, no, you can't do that. You have to have seen the man rob the bank if right. you're going to put a citizen's arrest on him for robbing a bank. Like, so... that is, and the guy's a police officer. He should, he, like, he knows that. This dude was just going to flex on some dude and, and. Like, the dude wasn't going to, like, just take the flex. So he's like, oh, shit, I'm in deeper than I need to or than I wanted to get. And I and he panicked and shot the guy. It's like, no. So more on things I saw on Twitter. 
was Mm -hmm. this guy like ran with the tv like the 2.2 miles that they were doing for like his honor the other day he Mm -hmm. ran it with a tv and was just like like trying to act as though he was like stealing somebody's tv and nothing happened totally fine Oh, I was confused. I was like, was he just trying to prove that you can't run 2.2 miles with the TV? But I get it now. So he ran with the TV, trying to attract attention, saying, yep. hey, guys, I stole Hey, TV. somebody so fucking much... come and get me. Yeah. yeah. I'm assuming this guy's white, right? Um, I don't remember. I to be hope honest so. With you. Yeah. I hope he was, because that just that proves, proves the, point. the point. Yeah. People are rude. Yeah, so more things I saw on Twitter. I saw this bad TikTok of these like what do you what 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 country do you think they were from, Alexis? England? England probably. And it was like the worst acting. So you know how they like strap the cellophane like on the door and then they have like somebody come around the corner and they just like get decked by it? Yep. So like they put like three layers of cellophane on it. So the like this huge like probably a guy my size just walks right through it and he's just like what was this about? And he, it's just like clinging on to him. Like he put like three things of saran wrap on his chest. And it's just like, what are you doing? What was this for? And it, it, it was just terrible. Okay. okay. I have a mental image of what you just described, but I don't see, I don't see how that's relevant. It's not. He just said it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Nothing. Okay, I thought these guys were like doing a reenactment, like you were talking about the guy with the TV. No, we just no, went no, from I was something just trying to get away from gun talk. Very serious oh. to very stupid. Oh, full blown. And that's the working on it show. <laughs> it's a new song coming soon. Pat or t- <laughs> hashtag soon. Okay. Never. Oh. <laughs> See, like I feel like if I told, like if we actually like tried to tell people to listen to this, we would like have more people listen. But I haven't told a soul except my family, and they're like, "What are you doing up there, yakking up a storm?" And I'm like, "Well, uh... none of your goddamn business, bitch." <laughs> well, I'm like, we're doing a podcast, and they're like, "Oh, what's the name of the podcast? I want to listen to it." I'm like, "I don't want they you haven't guys to listen to, to it. this. Yeah. I don't want them to. I haven't told them. I'm like, we say a lot of potty words. You don't want to listen to it." And they were like, "Oh, okay." The end of story. I would never recommend my family to listen to the, me speak on this me podcast. Either. I just don't. They don't need to know the inside of my head like that. It, precisely. Oh, but I strangers, strangers can when, know it all day long, you know? Yeah. When I, like, first started doing this, like, a year ago or whatever, a year and a half ago, like, I set up my parents' phones so it would, like, auto-download on their phones. And, yeah. like, they, none of, they never checked in. I Which think that's fine. kind of sort of a generational thing, because like, like my like mm-hmm. they don't even know what it is. Well, it's it's also like like they grew up they grew up with television and radio where what was on was on, and yeah. if you didn't want to watch it, they don't understand on demand. Yeah, they, they didn't turn it on, and or and, and so, you just if you wanted to watch something, you just watched what was on. So and the whole questions. the whole enter, or the whole entertainment and content being a la carte is is is. Like they just like, why? I, I, that's, your, it's, it's too much work. It's too much work to to select what you want to consume. Does your dad listen to Tom and Dan, or did he just listen to them as Daniel and Drunky? <sighs> I don't know. I think that my dad has had that Tom and Dan sticker on his car because he went to like a show where Tom and Dan were there. 
Huh. And like he went with somebody who did listen to Tom and Dan, so and explained yeah. it. So I think that my dad has a friend who listens to Tom and Dan, just like but I have not you who listens to Tom and Dan. Okay, so here's what I'm going to say. I think that both of our parents, like, probably listened to the monsters like when they were both on it, but like they both know that they exist, and they both know that they could listen to their like radio show now. But there's no way they're going to ever listen to it because they're just not going to look it up on their phone or be in their car at seven o'clock at night. Mm-hmm. So like they're just always going to miss out on it, and they would probably I think they would definitely enjoy it because like they used to enjoy it, and it's just as like I don't know, I don't know. My dad's like, like I'll tell yeah. my dad stories about like all the shows that like. I'll listen to and then like I'll just tell him like the funny stuff and then he's just like man that's funny and I'm like yeah you can listen to it and then he's like oh you know <laughs> that's my impression of my dad I saw it I saw it with my mind's eye Alexis do you see it with your mind's eye yeah I, I pictured your dad just saying it yes <laughs> I saw your dad do that thing with his hands where he just flips them forward. Yeah. That's okay. pretty that's pretty your dad for me. So we're Alexis, you have to tell your story real quick. What? Oh, my mom's story. Oh my god, I didn't even do that yet. Okay. Yeah, we gotta get the show over with because okay. we have like a piece of recording to you guys did a phone call and we're gonna tack it on the Right. We got a uh special special bit. So my mother likes to go on girls weekend trips all the time. It's like what her and her friends do. And um, last year I got a FaceTime call from her. I didn't even know she was in the Bahamas, to be honest. Um, And so I answered and I was at work actually. And she was at a bar in the Bahamas with all her friends doing shots with the university of North Carolina lacrosse team. Like, literally an entire just bar full of college boys. And my mom's, like, 50. Great. (laughs) (laughs) And married. (laughs) Not that I I think she would ever do anything like that. But it was just very shocking. And then I proceeded to get a video of her and, like, six of her friends on a private jet dancing to Apple Bottom Jeans. You know, like the really. That's... Oh my god! <laughs> my mom thought that they said apple bottom boots and jeans with the fur. Ew. She she had that mixed up for a while. <laughs> well, my mom did not have anything mixed up about that song. She was shaking her ass on a plane. Good lord. Yeah. I want to shake my ass on a plane. Wait, has anybody ever done, like, snakes on a plane, but, like, asses on a plane, and it's just, like, asses everywhere? I think you're going to have to go on the hub for that one, dude. Yeah, what? That sounds like the start of a porno. For That's sure. What I just said. It's a music that... video. What's the hub? Pornhub. Come on. Oh, keep up with the time. Right. You know that I, <laughs> I thought that that was the only porn website that existed. I thought it was, like, the YouTube of porn, and that, like, it was the only thing that well, existed. Well, it kind of is the YouTube of porn. Yeah, I just thought that was the only No, way. I'll send you the YouTube if you need it. I got it. Well, 
Oh god, that's not funny. Tyler, um, Tyler called yeah, me naive and had to educate me on the World well, Wide Web of porn. Not like he showed me anything, just like he had to tell me. No, we spent three hours of doing research. We did not. Absolutely I could see not. you do those air quotes, dude. I felt it. What? Air quotes when you said research. Oh, yeah. Did you not do them? Oh, man. <laughs> my, ra- my radar is all out of whack. I mean, if I was on camera, I would probably do it, but I'm not on camera. <laughs> that you know of. Right. Okay, so anything else you guys want to talk about before we get to the... I want a private plane. Speaking of wrapping it up. I caramba. Good lord. Trojan condoms. They're there when you need it. Are we sponsored? No. Guy, if our podcast got sponsored by a condom company, my Catholic family would have a conniption fit. It would I be could so- have sex so many times. It would be so funny. Oh my god. Okay, well, I mean, we could make, like, working on it show branded condoms. I'd buy them. I'd blow them into <gasps> balloons and drag them behind my car. That's all you're going to do with them? That's advertising. <laughs> At this stage of the game, you bet your ass. Hey, baby, you want to use this thing so you can listen to my podcast later? <laughs> 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 Spencer, you're the future of this show. You're going to have to go out and give condoms to the youths the youth no no you can't not send him to like a catholic school to like pass out condoms if you say the youth again i am leaving the show (laughs) you just aged yourself 10 years i'm probably the oldest you might be 10 years older than you i'm not 10 years older than you (laughs) i'm 20 am i i'm 24 i'm 26 that's no big deal my best homie up here is almost middle. 30. Yeah. Tyler doesn't let me forget for like the four months that I'm technically two years older than him, though. My dad was like that, too. Yeah. It's just constant dad humor. That's <laughs> a great way to describe your humor. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm great for dads. Hey, man, you but married not up. Mom. What? You married up. What? If you marry someone who's older than you. <laughs> oh, I don't think that's what that means. That I know. It's a joke. Oh. Well, joke's on you. Alexis and I are getting married. Yeah, I, I, I assume that's what the special surprise <laughs> was the other day that you never told me about. So, congratulations. Thanks. We're excited. What? Whatever you put on your registry, I'm going to get you something different just to be a pain in the ass. <laughs> no, that's Here's great. I want house. an original. <laughs> Please get us a birdhouse. Ooh, can you, like, I will make you somebody's... a birdhouse. Like a hand-whittled birdhouse. That sounds great. Yep. Okay. That'll well, be fun don't... as fuck, actually. Okay. So we have a couple questions about the yarn business, and then we'll get out of here. Okay. Are you in textiles? Yes. You process what? the stuff and then send it back or mm-hmm. to someone else that finishes it. Okay. So. What are you eating? Uh, are I you would, eating a Slim uh, Jim? No, I'm sorry. I'm eating a chocolate covered raisin. 
Ew. Just one? Well, right now, just one. There's one in my hand. Of I all the, the candies you could have, that's what you choose? <laughs> I, I literally. I was at the candy store, and I and I bought uh, sour gummy shop. worms. I can buy you whatever you gummy bears, like. And a bag of, of chocolate-covered raisins. So, yeah. I, I dig chocolate-covered raisins. They kind of glue your poops up, though. I'll tell you what. You're going to have a fun time later. Yeah, I've been working on these for a couple of days, so it's kind of a it's kind of a stage in my life, you know. <laughs> oh my god! Okay, we're moving on from that. Um, what else, what did we have to? Were we done? Uh, I was gonna yak about yarn. Yeah. Oh yeah, yarn yacker. All right, let me give you the old Tim Tim, Tim line. Let me give you the timeline of of what we do. So. Hobby farmers slash people who are really serious about their flock of fiber animals across the country. What is a fiber animal? A fiber animal is an animal that you cut its hair and then you make something from its hair. Could that be so like any cats. animal? Um, if it's got enough, if it's got a quality hair. Cats, cats are kind of hard. We don't do cats. We do some dogs some dogs like great pyrenees have have hair that you can you can brush off them and make something out of or like what's that really shaggy rastafarian looking dude from scotland oh i don't know but drew mcintyre no i was talking about a dog no i know what you're talking about but i don't i don't know what they're called but they're super cute yeah we can make something out of that guy uh we get some bunny rabbit where people will like it's a special kind of bunny called Angora rabbit um, that has really long bunny hair. And that stuff is so soft. It literally feels like air. I'm pretty sure my mom had an Angora like coat at one point. I don't know if that was, would have been Angora rabbit or Angora goat because there's an Angora goat too, that we make stuff out of. Oh, wow. And Angora goat is like really shiny. It, it's almost like silk hmm. in the shininess department. And so, but the main ones we get are, Sheep, obviously, because you know sheep have wool, yada yada, and and alpacas or llamas, but mostly sheep and alpacas are the big ones. And so they, a farmer will, or a shepherd, whatever you want to call them, will shear their flock, normally in the spring, but sometimes in the fall, and uh, then they bag up like the the blanket of wool because like it comes off the animal like a. You know when you peel an orange and you try really hard to get it all off in one peel so it's not in pieces? Right. Yeah, that's what the shearers try to do is try to get it so it's all connected into one thing so it's not a big mess. So, And then they bag that up and then they ship it to us. And then we take it and it's all stinky, you know, covered in poop and pee-pee and grass and stuff. And so we take that and we clean that sucker off real good. Um, Do you have like a pressure washer for the fur? No, it's not a pressure washer, but we do have, like, an industrial machine that, and, like, we have, like, really, really big deal nasty-ass water heaters that get that sucker fucking roasty-toasty. But you can't wash it super aggressively because the fiber will felt. Like, you know when you were a kid and you made a, like, a felting project at Cub Scout Day Camp or whatever? Yeah. Or, like, kindergarten class or whatever, you made a felt snowman? Yeah. Like, if you just take 
raw fiber and then you just uh, agitate it with heat, like or moisture or whatever, then like the fiber will turn into like full blown felt, where it's like just a piece of fabric that's all matted up, and like is kind of strong actually. Huh. So so we can't wash it too aggressively, otherwise it'll felt and then that kind of wrecks it, and then people get mad at me. Uh, which makes me upset. And so then we take it out of the washing. After we wash it, obviously we dry it. And uh, then we run it through a machine called a carter. And a carter is like a hairbrush. So it gets the fibers more or less in line. And then it like poops out the fiber in like a tube. Huh. And then it's called roving. And then roving is... Roving is a finished product. It's not the main finished product. Um, people who spin by hand, like with a spinning wheel or a spindle, um, and that's just like their hobby is they make yarn. A lot of those people buy the, just the roving out of the carter. And then, and then they make their own yarn and then they knit with it. And that's just, that's their hobby. It's pretty common, actually. There's a whole website for it called Ravelry. Hmm. Um so people do like psychotically make yarn out of like their dogs and stuff. That's a thing. Yeah, it's honestly it's not as common as you would think. You'd be like, oh man, the world's full of crazies. Like people will do that all the time. Not that common at all. Hmm. Sometimes though, we do get a fleece from an animal, and then like it'll say like this animal's dead. Please don't fuck this fleece up. And then we're like, oh man, why do you have to give us your dead animal? Yeah. And what really sucks is when the fleece from the dead animal sucks. And then you're like, well, this is going to make some crappy ass yarn. Um, like, but there's nothing we can do about it because the fiber is like gross and icky. So, like, it just makes crappy yarn. And you're like, well, your crappy animal who died made crappy yarn. So, sorry, bud. Still got to pay us, though. Hmm. Yeah. We had this one dude who came and dropped off fiber, and then, like, he, like, just broke down in tears because his animal was dead. And, like, it wasn't even... Like, I can understand. Like, you know, I'm an animal lover. I can understand if, like, your animal dies and you're sad about it, but this dude was literally, like, on the ground crying. He was so upset. Well, here we go. That's fun. Okay, so I kind of got off on a tangent there talking about the dead animal No, thing. no, no. I, I enjoyed hearing about your yarn making, honestly. I had lots of questions. Thank you for sharing. So, yeah, and then the roving, we take the roving, and then we just stretch the roving out, and then we spin it into yarn. And that's the most common product. And we send the yarn that we make back to the farmers, and then the farmers sell the yarn online in, like, their Etsy shops or whatever. And that offsets the cost of keeping their animals and that's 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 the that's the economics of it is it adds value to their flock or herd whatever you want to call it so i have one final question if you were to put an amount of time that you just talked about yarn how long do you think it would be how long do you think i just talked about the conversation of yarn probably Oh, probably Spot five minutes. On. Good job. Are you yelling at me for talking too much? No, 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 no. I'm not yelling at you. I just wanted I get in a to whirlwind. know. 
getting a yeah, whirlwind. Yeah, I just thought. that's all. I was, I was, yes, He's I was passionate. interested because you just gave us like all the information about yarn in five minutes, and that's like good. Oh, dude, there's a lot more to it, but uh, yeah, that's just pretty much the basic process. I kind of skipped the machine. Okay, but we so... don't need that machine. We're going to, we're about at the 30 something minute mark. So we're going to get out of here for the, for the day. And then we're going to tack on an interview that Spencer and Alexis did. Sounds good. Cool. Uh, Thanks for watching the work on it show. We'll get yeah. back to you in a moment. Ad break. Ad break. Watching. Yeah. Buy Trojan condoms. Sponsored by Working on a Show. So, I think the the ultimate version of this is visual, but yes, we are sponsored by condoms. Goodbye. Hi, welcome to the Working on a Show. I'm your host, Spencer, and with me is Alexis. Hello. Unfortunately, Tyler couldn't be with us today. He was indisposed, i.e. he had a massive hangover from a crazy night of partying in quarantine. Yes, precisely. Uh, but today, because we made a commitment to this fine gentleman, we are going to follow through with that. And with us today is uh, Troy Caster. He's a cat hypnotist from Key West, Florida. How you doing, Troy? I'm doing pretty good. How are y'all? I'm doing all right, man. You know, getting a little bit of uh, cabin fever going on, but, you know, I've been worse. How long have you been stuck in a cabin for? I, when I was a kid, I got stuck in one for like three years. Oh, really? Oh, wow, I... this quarantine must be nothing to you then. Yeah, how'd you get no, out? No, this is totally fine. Um, so I I train these cats to uh, make a big enough hole. You ever seen Shawshank? Nope. How they like dig the doo-doo tunnel? <laughs> I, I had them dig me a doo-doo tunnel. Oh, wow. I think I need to go see Shawshank now. I'm enthralled. Well, it was it was a movie from the 1990s. It was uh, Shawshank Redemption. Too old. I, I don't like to be called old. <laughs> All right. You know what? I'm sorry, Mr. Troy. That was over the line. I'm sorry. I'm just... You're just kind of laughing at me. I, 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 I'm, I'm here to do an interview. I struggle with ages. <laughs> okay. Okay, I, 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 I'm not going to take much more of this. So, so Troy, tell me about the first yes. time you knew you were a cat hypnotist. How did you know you possessed these powers? So, you know, when I was a kid, I, I had just lived my life down in, in the in you know Key West, and I would not associate myself with the cats but they always like followed me from like school and stuff could they smell and, something on you um i'm not, i'm not i mean they might smell the the scent of a savior but i, I don't really so want to put you know cats um i think so i think that i can lead them down the right path now mm -hmm. sir if, if i can get back to the story okay excuse um, me Miss Alexis asked me about how I knew I was a cat hypnotist. Um, and I was getting to that, but you keep just, for whatever reason, being rude to me. Um, I, I don't appreciate it again. I apologize, but, sir. I just have uh, unique language patterns. Yeah. So, like I said, they would just follow me home from school. And at a certain point, they just started talking to me. I thought I was going crazy, but I started talking back. 
And uh, at a certain point, um, I can just talk to them and then make them go to sleep and can actually reprogram some of their like bad behaviors. Cause you know, down here, there's just so many feral cats that they're just bad boys and we got to make them go little boys. If, if, if I may interject, uh, sir, Possibly. you said that you could speak with the cats and they would speak with you. Were you holding actual conversations with these cats or was it more like a, like just an understanding? I, I mean, they're not speaking English. Were they speaking, speaking Spanish? Their... Key West no. is pretty close to Cuba. Were they speaking Cubanese? No. They they speak Spanish. And again, I I, I, I would more request questions from the Mrs. Alexis, please, <laughs> as opposed to you just being mocking me. I'm not mocking <laughs> but... you. I'm genuinely curious because I have well, a cat myself. Well, stop talking I... over me. Oh, excuse me. I'm, you ask me a question, I go to answer it, and then you're like, Cubanese, it, 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 again, sir. We have an embargo on Cuba. I'm not allowed to learn about no, their culture. We, we do not have an embargo. President Obama rescinded it. Bless his soul. Oh, Lord. Uh, uh, so, Mr. Troy. Can I just please finish my story and just you stop like him? It's 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 getting outrageous. Yes, it is. So, what did you have to ask, Miss Alexis? Uh, so I, I think you covered, uh, you know, how you kind of discovered these powers. powers. Yes, yes, yes powers. thank you. Um, so what what do you use these for? Like, how do you get these so like cats I on said, the right path? Um, we have those feral cats down down here, you know, and they actually have the extra toe, if you didn't know that. That's why I love them the most. They're just, you know, happy little accidents, as that uh, that painting man would say. And uh, Bob Ross, is that Bob Ross? Is that painting man? Anyone? I don't okay. feel comfortable so, with answering that question. Good, good. Thank you. Um, so I try to retrain these cats to live a better life. Um some things that I can help them through is their anxieties, their trouble sleeping. Cats, you might not know, but some of them suffer from chronic pain and sciatica. And uh, it's just a terrible thing. Oh, wow. And I know. It, it, it's just so painful because they'll, they'll, they'll sit there and talk your ear off about how much pain they're in. And you're like, I feel so bad about it. But we just do a couple adjustments while we're hypnotic and... <laughs> They're springing to to at the lizards and the iguanas like they're freaking kittens all again. So I have also recently, just in the last couple of months since we've been in this whole sh- thing, trained my cats to quit smoking. How did your cats develop a nicotine addiction? Oh, um, was it even nicotine? Ni- yeah, what are they smoking? That's a great question. Well, you know, we li- we have an open house here so they can really do whatever they want. I haven't really perfected the smoking crack yet. Um, I still got one of my kitties on the crack, but the other ones, the ones that smoke cigarettes, there's been three of them, and they have all given up their addiction. They smoked Marlboro Reds, unfiltered, and now they're completely cold turkey. 
Wow. No Novocaine patches or nothing. Wow. How would you're... you how would you say that your that your more holistic methods compare to traditional medicine? Well, holistically, I am their spiritual god and savior. So they respect me because I am going to bring them to heaven. Little kitty kitty cat heaven. Wow. That's a bold claim. Is there any proof well, that, you know. that your cats have gotten to kitty cat heaven? Because if, if your cats get to kitty cat heaven with your help, what about my cats who don't have your help? What can they do to get to heaven? Um, well, we can actually arrange some Zoom call meetings. Um, you know, you can, you can phone me up and I can hypnotize your cat. And then we can talk about spiritually where they need to be by the end of their life. So you can do it over and, the air. Uh, you don't need to be in direct contact with Correct. Kids. Correct. It's something that I've been perfecting. It does have a lower approval or acceptance rating by the kitties. Um, typically when I'm in person, I'm at uh, around 93% effective. Um, so there are times where I'll have to go back again. But... Uh, Zoom calls, 71%. I mean, well, it's pretty great. So, well, Troy. I, go ahead. Excuse uh, me. Well, yes, I, yes, Miss Alexis. I was, I was doing some research, uh, you know, when we found out we were going to have you here on the show. And, right. Um, oh, there yeah. are some critics of your, your method. Some have even called you a kitty cat cultist. Um, how do you feel about these accusations? <laughs> Define kitty cat cultist for me. Do I love having kitty cats in my house? Then, then ring the, ring me up, Scotty. I mean, shit. Don't don't you love having kitty cats in your home, Miss Alexis? Uh, are, your, are your cats allowed to leave your home? Um. Yes, yes, they have full full. A- approval to 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 go out and come back. Yeah. Are they expected to return? Well, if they tell me they're coming back, they best be coming back. Okay, okay. So so it's it's almost like a like a like a parent child relationship, you could say. Well, it's more like a savior and savey type of type of relationship. Okay. So if you if you are a human being, presumably, uh and you are religious, that would mean that you have your own savior or, or God figure to some degree. Since you are the God figure for your cats, would that make your God figure their super God figure? No. Why is that? Because I am God. There is no super God. Call me super God. Yes, sir. Oh. All right. Okay, Super God. I see here on your advertisement, um, and and you quoted it just recently about. Where did you get that? I I found it. I subscribed to your newsletter before we uh before we started the program, just so I could get a real ground floor experience. Well, there are some people that have decided to take my catchphrases, take my liberties, and and have actually spread false false things about me why would they do that if you're super god i do not know but have have y'all have y'all been watching you know the tv yes i've been watching even more tv than normal due to the global situation well here's what i fucking watch (laughs) that bitch fucking carol baskin took my goddamn catchphrase (laughs) 
And which catchphrase was hey, that? Hey, all you cool cats and kittens. That was mine. That bitch stole it. Oh, and wow. She I, made some I, money I off that, even, too, man. You're going to go after her in court? I do not have the money right now to go to court and prosecute her for stealing my money. Well, that's unfortunate. Is there anything we could do to help you raise some money to do that? Like I said, Zoom calls, I want you to pay for the work that I give you, and that's it. Um, you can also buy my book. It's called Cat Hypnotism, Unlocking Their Full Potential. I think you missed an opportunity for a pun there. You could have said unlocking their full potential. <laughs> Miss Alexis, have you have you revolted against me? Because I, I find that joke cruel. I do not take this as a joke. This is serious to oh. me. And if this was just all a sham and a ruse, then uh, I bid you would do and fuck No, me. I... I don't think this is a ruse. Uh... Well, you're laughing. Well, well, thank you. Thank you for... What the thank fuck you. is funny? <laughs> thank you for coming on to the show today, Mr. Troy Castard. Are there any pluggables you'd like to plug? <laughs> any Any social media you'd like to promote? Again, buy my book. It's where all books are sold. Preferably Amazon because they give me the biggest check. Thank you, Mr. Bezos. It's called Cat Hypnotism, Unlocking Their Full Potential. And you can arrange Zoom calls. Just go ahead and give me an email and I'll get you my schedule. It's at chipnotist at gmail.com. But the why is... The chip in the piece. All okay. right. Sounds good. Nice and straightforward. All right. Well, thanks for uh, coming on the show there, Mr. Caster. Uh, and good luck with your uh, with your quackery. Quackery? Excuse me. Hypnotism. 